0: What's up, everyone? This is Maya, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuff online from the scratch, solving problems, and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing Six Figure Entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. On this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast, I have another guest on the show. And before I even get the show rolling, I would like to pass the mic to him. He will introduce himself, tell us a bit about what he do, uh, and we get the show from there. Hi, Richard.
1: Hi, Amayo. Well, yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, so my name is Richard Fletcher. And what I do specifically is I help people write better, as in write things that are entertaining and fun to read. So especially on social media, on Facebook. Facebook's my thing, but, you know, lots of different social medias. Um, it works on all of them where people aren't on social media to be bored and to be sold to, They want to be entertained. So it's how can you put out stuff that's entertaining but also sells your thing at the same time? And secondly, I also show people how to create what I call an automated salesman, which is essentially a sales page written in a very specific way where they send traffic there and people just go, okay, I want to buy your thing, or I want to book a call with you to talk about how I can sign up for your high ticket offer. Um, Basically, it does 90% of the selling for you. Uh, And it's all about how can we present ourselves in a way that separates ourselves from the billions of other people who also seem to do what we do.
0: Okay. Uh, thanks so much, Richard. I'm super excited to welcome you uh, to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. All right. So uh, on this show, Richard, we love stories and we love to tell stories of our guests, of people who are doing, uh, Gustavo, who are creating uh, six-figure and seven-figure businesses, who are doing something or awesome, uh in the world out there. So uh, Richard, can you just walk us through the background story of how you got started as an entrepreneur?
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, well, it's not, sadly, it's not a wonderful tale of success. It's a tale of mostly failure (laughs) that led me to this point. I mean, I started way back in 2003 when I came back from travel. I finished uni and I did a year of traveling and I came back and then uh, I got roped in by an MLM. Herbalife specifically, I ended up buying thousands of pounds of a stock that sat in my mum and dad's garage for over a year until it went off and I had to take it to a tip. And then I had loads of money on a credit card and go, okay, what am I going to do instead? That didn't work. And then I set up a site called The Travel Monkey a couple of years later, which, by the way, if you go on, there's a site called The Wayback Machine. You can find any of these old sites. It's called thetravelmonkey.net. You can see how my first site looked. It showed people, backpackers like I was a few years before, how to travel the world. And I got people looking at it. I got people messaging me going, oh, this is really good or really helpful. But I couldn't figure out how to monetize it. So I took it down. And then a bit later, I started a site called Bulk Up Fast, which had the same problem. I had a free email sequence that people were signing up to. But I even then, I started a YouTube channel. This was 2008. So in the early days of YouTube, I I just put out a YouTube video that got like 100,000 views on it. Um, And I didn't know what I was doing then. And that got a load of people signed to my email list. But again, I couldn't figure out how to monetize it. And it was only then later on, I I shut down that business then because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to monetize. It was only later on, I started a a business teaching guys how to find, like how to date better, how to find their ideal partner, uh, which was a process I'd had to go through to figure out. And it was only when I started doing that that I learned about high ticket coaching and started coaching people through this process that I started making some real money, um, enough money where I didn't need to work anymore. And fast forward, I did that for a good few years. Fast forward to 2018. I found myself on Facebook in loads of groups talking about marketing where people were asking questions. And I often and I found that I don't like to say like this because it sounds dead arrogant, my way. But um, I tended I tended to give the best answer out of all the people replying on Facebook. People were always like, OK, that's, that was really in depth. That was really helpful. Thanks. I can go and implement this. And. Sometimes the group owners that I was in didn't like it because they felt like I was trying to like take over the group or something and they would kick me out. I was like, OK, well, why don't I just start my own group where nobody can kick me out except Zuckerberg? So I did. <laughs> and then that, that grew to six, uh, to a thousand people inside about six weeks. And I just made a daily post in there where I was just talking about my thoughts on marketing. I was still dating coaching and I had no plans to sell anything. I didn't want to be a business coach, didn't plan to be. I just thought, you know, just a place to talk about business. But it became clear after about six weeks that there was loads of people in there who wanted more help than I could give in just, you know, free posts that were to everyone. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do a program. Um, I priced it at 2K. Seven people signed up. I was like, okay, let's run this through. And then uh, the rest is history. I I didn't look back from there because um, I got married that year and I kind of, I was finding myself at the same time I was getting bored talking about dating. I felt like I was seeing the same guys with the same problems over and over again. And I was really getting into marketing instead. So it felt like a natural transition just to do more of the marketing and less of the dating coaching. And, well, here we are today, somewhat four years later.
0: Okay, uh, that's a pretty uh, long and interesting uh, journey you've had there. And I think uh, for most uh what we do today is not what we started with, just like Richard mentioned. Mm, and uh, along the line, you know, you mentioned you I, you are once a dating, uh, into the dating uh, niche and, you know, a lot of other stuff. Uh, for me too as well, like I have uh, pivoted a lot of times from one idea to the other. And, and I think that's one uh, thing about creative, you know, we don't like to be boxed in one uh Box like that, we love to explore, and uh, we never know what we might uh, just get to uh, be doing at one particular point in time. And uh, that's a very awesome one. So, uh, Richard, from that uh, time when you got started to now, so as the journey been, what are the lessons you have learned along the line? And uh, for our audience there, what is one big lesson that you have taken away from all your entrepreneurial journey?
1: Oh, <laughs> there's lots of lessons. I say that. Hmm.
0: Okay, yeah, just just but, give okay. us are uh, the best are uh, that if anybody wake you up today uh you it's just come straight to you.
1: Okay, well, there's a, there's a couple actually. My word, the first one is I look back at some of those early websites like the Travel Monkey. Um, I think it had like in the early days it had like fifteen hundred unique visitors a month, which isn't loads, but it's not terrible for a website. I had no idea what I was doing, and you know people were messaging saying they liked it. Um, we're getting a lot of value from it. I look back and I think just because. I couldn't monetize it then. And I couldn't figure out how to do it. I shouldn't have shut it down. I should have kept it going because it could it could have been like you know um, what's the What's the? What's the um, I going to say what's the what's the big travel website? Well, I forget I forget what it's called. But it could, it could have been that anyway. You know, travel something over there. I forget. But it could have been Tripadvisor. That's what I'm thinking of. It could have been like Tripadvisor or something like that. You know. Um, same with my uh, website. It's called Bullcourtfast.com and. Our know, YouTube channel with 100,000 views on a video back in 2008—that could have been huge now because most of the big channels didn't exist back back then. And I'm just thinking, if you've got something where you've got an audience but you don't know how to monetize it, don't throw that audience away because there's always a way, even if you don't know what it is now. The second thing that really sticks with me is—I mean, you kind of touched on the point, Mayo, about how there's lots of different skills as entrepreneurs that we have, and you don't necessarily find your thing straight away. And I think that a lot of people, they, they try and run a business and it doesn't necessarily become successful straight away. And they think this isn't for me. I'm going to stick with my day job. Um, people in their life will tell them, look, it didn't work. Don't do it. But actually, my feeling is as long as you keep on learning and improving and you're working towards that end destination of like having your business from home or whatever it is you want to do. You are going to get there in the end because there's only so many mistakes you can keep on making. So the main thing for my journey is just keep on going, but don't keep on doing the same thing. over. Don't keep making the same mistake over and over again. You've got to realize your mistakes as quickly as possible, fix them, and then you get a new mistake to figure out until you run out of mistakes and you go, oh, I'm making money now
0: yeah that's that's very true because uh, for me in my own entrepreneurial journey i have made tons of mistakes i have tried i've started businesses that i invested a lot in that never worked mm. and you know uh from those mistakes i just keep learning and keep uh changing my approach and over time and that's landed me to uh this presidency and it's a very awesome journey just like uh you even you can tell from uh richard's uh voice that he's super excited about the journey and that is one uh good thing for us entrepreneurs. like uh, what we do we really love it and it's what keeps us uh going and it's what we wake up every morning super excited to start the day for and that's very good so uh richard can you just uh tell us now like uh your business right now the structure of your business and revenue wise what is your figure for 2022
1: well well um it's going to probably around the 200k mark i can obviously i can't say exactly what it's going to be but i've um i'm starting quite a few new revenue streams this year one thing i've been working a lot on is up until now my Revenue model has been mainly high ticket. So people come to me and they want copyright and coaching or they want business coaching. It's generally around 67K to, uh, to work with me. And, you know, you get enough of those. Very nice business. But uh, recently, somewhat three and a bit weeks ago, um, uh, my first child was born. My, I've got a baby boy. And something just got me thinking going, there's something about running a business where it's just high ticket, where no matter how many clients you get, you're always thinking, but where's the next one? Someone would sign up and be like, okay, but I need to sign up the next one. And I wanted something that's more, uh, not sustainable, but more predictable. So that's why I started running ads. And I've also uh, started a membership site where people pay me money each month. So literally two weeks ago, I came up with an idea for a membership site where people are paying me uh, around an average of about, about 55 pounds a month they're paying on average. And was it 22 signed up in that first week? So that's instantly an extra £1,200 a month, just from nowhere, just from one idea. Um, This is this is something that I'm going to build up because it's nice to wake up at the start of a month. I'm trying to move from being a business where I always feel like the money always comes in, but I don't know where, to a more predictable business where every month I go, okay, if I sold nothing else, I'm guaranteed to do that. So that's, that's where I'm moving to next. But people who are more starting out, say for coaches or whatever, just go for having a high ticket course where you take someone from one place to another and give them a really valuable result and you can run your entire business off that.
0: Yeah, that's uh, to add to what you said, I think uh, at one point in time, we all have to think about that uh, consistent uh, income, even though client work do come in and it's a very good thing. But uh, for me, I have uh, found a very good uh, support with e-commerce, you know, at the back end of everything, like uh, my podcast, my uh, publishing business, uh, my podcast uh, business and stuff like that, you know, there is an e-commerce business that is Bringing something in every day, and uh, I think that uh, comes good uh, with. And it's run through; uh, it runs off of uh, Facebook ad as well. So, uh, just to add to what you said, that when you mentioned ad, uh, so that's that's great. <laughs> okay. Mm, yeah, and, yeah. Okay. Uh, you had an addition, Richard?
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> I was saying, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Oh, I think okay. um, I think it's important also when people are setting up. I think sometimes. I know this applied to me. Sometimes you hate your day job so much. Like you're sat in some corporate office and you go, God, this is boring. And all the meetings, I just don't care that you just want to get out and run your own business. And you don't necessarily think about how do I want that business to look? Do I want to be doing you know 20 hours of Zoom calls a week? If not, how am I going to structure it? Because if you're coaching loads of people, you're going to end up on loads of calls instead. And you don't want to build yourself another job from home that's just like it was in the office, but less secure. So people don't tend to think about that, but that's where I'm moving now, about creating something that's more sustainable where I'm not spending as much time coaching. I could spend more time with my son. I can take a step back from the business and the business sort of runs itself. So something to think about. I think people don't think about this at the start, but it's something that definitely comes up after a while.
0: Yeah, sure. And I think uh, that is one lesson I uh, love our audience and listeners out there to actually take away from this episode. Uh, So, Richard, this is uh, my favorite part of the uh, show where I have to throw some thought provoking questions to my guests and get back to me with answers. So, Richard, should we fire on? (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, I'm, uh, I think I'm, I'm a bit nervous here, but let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So, no, I'm, no, no I'm like, just, what, are you, <laughs> what are you going to ask me here? <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. It's yeah, They are just interesting questions. So our uh, first one, Richard, if you had to write a book today, what would that book be about?
1: Um, it would, I think if I was to write a book, it would be based around that journey that we've spoken about. Um, I'd be aiming at someone who was like a former version of me who still sat there trying to figure out all this entrepreneurial business thing and it'd be a book inspiring them just to keep going really Um, but giving them practical stuff to go okay look here's how you can go from where you are now to actually making money Uh, I think that's what it'll be about because I think there's so many people stuck in that position where they're very capable people but they're seeing all these other people having success and they're kind of like well I get the old client here and there but I'm not getting the success and I don't know why
0: Okay, uh, that's a very lovely book if uh, you have the time to write it. And out of curiosity, Richard, I have talked to uh, a lot of busy entrepreneurs like you. And uh, when when the discussion about books come in, uh, there is always uh, one recurring theme, which is uh, I don't have the time to write the book. So, uh, Richard, is it that for you? Like, what is one thing stopping you or that has stopped you from writing that book or that can stop you from writing that book?
1: Um, there's nothing stopping me from writing a book. It just never felt like a priority. Like I've never felt like I want to create a book particularly. Um, like if, if, you know, if all the other things stopped and I've, I've got, I had unlimited time, I might sit down and write it, but I don't necessarily feel super motivated to sit down and write a whole book right now, if that makes sense.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, so Richard, what is one big, uh, one thing that, uh, you implemented or you do in your business that actually gave you a very big one?
1: In terms of things I've done that actually get the biggest results,
0: yeah, just share one with us.
1: Yeah, um, honestly, the th- out of all the things I've done, I'd say the thing that I've done that gets has got the biggest results in terms of clients and building brand and reputation, and all that, is posting every day on Facebook. And I don't even post every day on Facebook. I probably average four or five posts a week. But um, yeah, I mean. I started posting on my Facebook profile some years ago, adding the people I thought who might be clients as friends. And over time, those people just started to trust me after seeing enough posts. And then they reach out in the DMs and they sign up. And that's literally been the entire basis for that the whole rest of my business has sprouted from. So that's, that's st- I would still say, even despite everything else I do today, that's still my bread and butter. And that's still what gets the results.
0: Okay, uh, in the line of that, Richard, this question just came to my mind out of the normal script. Uh, uh, like you are a service business owner and the idea of client acquisition is a very important uh, topic mm. because if you don't have that uh, those clients come, even if you have a side business, this is still uh, what you do majorly and uh, to keep that income coming, you have to get those clients coming. So what is the best client acquisition system that has worked well for you?
1: I'd say the what well, the one I've just done has probably been the best, but I wouldn't say that's the best for everybody.
0: Yeah, sure. For uh, you, it's, only. it's
1: been it's been the best. It's been the best for me Um, uh, because literally, in terms of a client acquisition system, it's about as simple as it can get. There's no complicated funnel with loads of you know fancy stuff going on and VSLs and whatever. It's literally I post on my Facebook feed, my friends read it. And then if they like what I've written and they go, he can help me, they'll message me, literally send me a DM on Messenger. And go, can you help me? We then have a chat about it. And then they sign up. I mean, that's that's as simple, pretty much as simple a client acquisition system as you can get. Uh, but it's not for everybody. Like if, if for somebody who doesn't like writing, who feels like they have to force themselves to sit down and write every time they do it. It's probably not for you because you're not going to stick with with it and do it. For anyone who struggles to remain consistent, who will write like three posts and then disappear off for three months because they just can't stay consistent. Again, probably not for you. But if you can stay consistent and you quite like writing and you just want to, but maybe you just need to steer in the right direction to how to write in the right way that catches people's attention, then this is a great client acquisition system for somebody like that.
0: Yeah, uh, I just like I just wanted to add to what you said everybody should know themselves and uh, they should do things that really work well for them and that's one thing I so much believe for me like my Facebook account has been on holiday for like three years I hardly have time to uh, post there and I I do get those claims but I am focusing more on my strength and that is one thing I want our audience to uh, get out of this episode that's you necessarily don't need to copy anyone. Just know what you want, what you are good at, and uh, just stick to that, and uh, you'll be mm. fine.
1: Mm. Uh, I think that's, yeah. by the way, that is super, super important point. Sorry to interrupt you. But that's a super important point. Sitting down, and I think. It's very easy to get caught into you know magic systems and everyone does it, this magic system to grow your account on Instagram. But if it doesn't play to your strengths, there's no point doing it. If you look at yourself honestly and go, am I going to stick with this? Can I do this? And you say, no, it's not going to work for you. So it's best to sit and go, what am I actually good at? And what do I like doing? And what will pay, what can I make money doing as well? What will people pay me for? The mixture of those three is probably what you should be doing.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree on the percent with what you said, uh, Richard. If you have got one superpower that has contributed to you winning in life and in business, what would that superpower be? I
1: think, I th- I actually think it's writing. I honestly think that's, that's um, this comes back to the thing I just said. I realized a while ago, what I'm good at is writing. I'm good at writing words that catch people's attention. I'm good at writing words that make people want to buy stuff. And that's probably the thing that the rest of my business has sprouted from. Because almost everything, everything I've sold in my business has been as a result of something that I've typed on my computer. So that's my superpower, and then being able to show other people how to do that. Like I've trained well over 100 copywriters, many of whom now do that as their full-time job, um, and didn't know how to do beforehand. So that's that's yeah, I think that's my superpower, and that's probably what I'm going to stick with for some time.
0: Okay. Uh, that's awesome. So, uh, Richard, we all, as an entrepreneur, we all have superpowers and you just mentioned one superpower that you've got. And ideally as human, even away from being an entrepreneur, we all have things we are struggling with. So what is one thing you have struggled with a lot in your business and all through your entrepreneurial journey?
1: It's a tricky question. I think one thing, um, sometimes one thing I struggle with is keeping motivation actually. Um, I think part of the entrepreneurial style, if you like, is to always be distracted by the, the shiny thing, the, uh, the thing that's more exciting over here. And I would always start these businesses and after about two months when I'm not making millions. I'd be like, oh, I'm bored of this now. Let's go and try this instead. Let's go and try And I would never stick at anything long enough to get any results. So I think for me, one of the hardest things was just staying motivated. And uh, the thing that's kept me motivated in my current business is knowing that Although I'm passionate about it, there's going to be times when I'm not so into it, where I'm not so motivated, and that's okay. The motivation will come back again later, uh, but to not give up and not to throw it away.
0: Okay, uh, that seems cool. Uh, So what is one thing, uh, Richard, that you are working on right now that you are super excited about?
1: My membership group that I mentioned before. So uh, I mentioned I started, I came with an idea a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, what's the biggest problem that people have with, like programs and systems right now it's that they don't implement it's the there's too much info there it's too hard they don't get anything done so i thought what if i have an affordable membership where i teach you one thing each month about how to write on facebook and get clients just one thing a month and then as a group we spend the rest of the month implementing it and perfecting it and i give you feedback so the end of the month you've got a really like you know You've got, because we have achieved mastery in one tiny element of it, and the next month we'll learn something else, and the next month we'll learn something else. Um, that's the group I've put into fruition. We've got 25 people in the group right now, and I'm looking to keep on building that. So that's that's the thing I'm actually most excited about right now. I'm looking to see where I can get that group. I'd love to get it to, say, 100 by the end of the year. It would be amazing.
0: Okay, that's awesome. Uh, so uh, before we uh, say goodbye on this episode, Richard, you work with our clients, and you help them get our results. So... I love uh, the personal, uh, the uh, character called John. I so much love talking about John on this podcast. Uh, John is your ID client. Uh, can you just give us a brief picture of what it is like uh, working with someone like John He's your ID client? What do you do yes, for so... John and what specific thing that uh, you can add to John for uh, John to mm. get better and the get the result that uh, John will pay you for?
1: Great. So, yeah, so John is generally john isn't brand new to business john is somebody who has been running some sort of online business for probably a year maybe longer maybe even a few years and they have an offer already and that offer makes sales very often john is a coach who uh maybe a life coach a sort of spiritual coach i've worked with a lot of these spiritual coaches actually they tend to find it really hard to take these intangible things and put it into something tangible that people understand Um, so those kind of people uh, tend to get a lot of value from what i'm working with and they have an offer already, but they want to sell more of it. And they find that although they know they're unique, although they know that what they do is really valuable, and when people come to them, they tend to find that when people come to them and they sign up, it's after them. They, the person goes, "All oh, right, now I see why you're really good. Now I see why people should be signing up with you. But they don't necessarily understand that before then. So it's that person that helped to communicate why they're so good before the person becomes a client, if that makes sense. So the person can see from their content. So the ideal person is that they're already posting on Facebook and they want to post better. So that, that person they're trying to reach understands, ah, this is why I need to sign up with them. This is why they're so good, uh, as opposed to having to sign up first and then see it. Um, secondly, anybody who wants a really compelling sales page to explain all that, um, I either write it for them or show them how to do it themselves. Uh, people tend to make a lot more sales, get a lot more leads from doing that. So those two types of people, someone who already has something, someone who's already selling stuff, but would like to sell more of it.
0: Okay. I'm sure there are a lot of John out there who will be listening <laughs> to is. this yeah. uh, episode. And if you are John and you fit well into uh, the picture of what uh, Richard talked about, uh, just reach out to Richard and uh Soon, like Richard, we drop, or, uh, we drop for us the link where we can get in touch with him. And that should be my next question, which is, uh, Richard, can you just uh, give us the honor and tell us where we can find you online, where we can access all the good stuff that you have been creating out into the world?
1: Sure, yeah. So you can easily search my name on Facebook if you want to follow me. Um, if you want to get that automated salesman product I talked about, where it's basically 11 steps and you have your own page. It just explains exactly what you do. Even if you've got a web page already, I guarantee it's not like this. You follow through the steps, you can do it in a few hours, and then you've got that page where you can direct people and it will sell people for you, so you don't have to keep on doing it yourself. If you want to create one of those for yourself, go to theautomatedsalesman.com. Uh, it's a self-study course. It's only $27, but if you put in the code MYOWER, uh, you can get it for only $7. So a nice discount for your listeners there. So I would recommend going there, checking that out. Um, it's not going to cost you much money and then you can get a flavor of what I'm about where I'm to spend too much and then you can find the rest of my stuff from there.
0: Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, listeners out there, uh, I've been hanging out with Richard Fletcher for the past few minutes and it's been a very super packed moment. i uh, if uh, We've learned a lot uh, from Richard. Uh, we've learned a lot about his journey and all the awesome things he has been putting out into the world. And listeners out there are uh, a link to everything that Richard mentioned and the offer he gave on this episode, you can get it by heading straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And on that one page, just search for Richard Fletcher in the uh, search bar and the show notes for this episode will pop right up. So Richard, thank you so much for jumping on this call with me. I have had a very amazing time with you and uh, next time I would love to have you on this show. And I believe that if I ask you to jump on this call with me uh to talk extensively about what to do. I know you surely say yes to that. Hope I'm right. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So thank you so much, Richard. Uh, just like I always like to do for all our guests on this uh, show, uh, we celebrate you, Richard, because you are doing something awesome. And one way or the other, you have been a very inspirational and motivational source to someone out there and someone who might listen to this episode might get uh, a lot from this and, uh, provide that motivational push to keep going on to get to that level where they have always wanted so Richard thank you so much and uh I believe to catch you and talk to you soon uh on another episode of the six figure entrepreneur podcast
1: awesome I would look forward to that thanks for having me on
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.